Welcome to Healing with Worth, a podcast dedicated to healthy recovery and instilling hope in the wake of betrayal trauma. We are women who have experienced this intimately and want to offer hope to other women. While we may interview professionals on the show, the content should not be taken as therapeutic advice and is not meant to replace therapeutic healing. If you would like to join one of our free online worth groups to help with your betrayal trauma, you may find us at healingwithworth.org. Welcome to Healing with Worth. I'm Naomi, and today we have a special episode for you. Today we have Hallie from Life Changing Services with us today. And among all of her roles within the program, she has started a program called Teen Worth. And we have a couple of courageous girls with us from her Teen Worth class, Abby and Maisie. So I want to thank you all for being here today. And I really appreciate your willingness to share your experiences with us. Before we get into the interview, though, I wanted to ask Callie if you would first tell us a little bit about Teen Worth and why you started the program. Yeah, thanks for having us on the podcast today. I'm excited to be here and talk a little bit about the Teen Worth program. This has been something that we've been thinking about for quite a while, and I am excited to have, we have a really good group of girls already going. We started Teen Worth to try and help young girls learn the tools that would empower them to stand true to who they are as they're going through these difficult teenage years and as they're preparing for adulthood and uh, possibly someday marriage. Some of the things that we teach them in Teen Worth, we talk about honoring our emotions. We talk about maintaining our dignity. What we really want them to do is to get a clear understanding of who they are as daughters of God and learning to have that strong connection to God and the Holy Ghost so that they can trust their intuition. We want them to get clear on what their strengths are, to have self-compassion for themselves, really to create a safe place where they can have a healthy support team, and then also teach them some tools as they grow up navigating this porn-filled world to try and make decisions that will help them stay true to who they are. So I'm just honored and excited to have the opportunity to teach these incredible girls. And as you're going to hear from Maisie and Abby today, these two are awesome. And they've been working with me for about a year or so. And it's just been so fun to watch their growth and their progress as they've learned different things. So we're excited to be here. I love all the things that are going on in in the program and life-changing services and all of the different aspects that are being reached because I feel like it's so important. And I think this area is especially helpful because our youth definitely need support and strength and tools through this time. So I appreciate that, the work that you're doing. And Maisie and Abby, thank you so much for being willing to come on here and to share your stories. I wanted to start out by asking you to kind of share your experience and what brought you to Teen Worth. Well, when I was about eight years old, we found out that my dad was addicted to pornography. And so at that time, since I was so young, I didn't know about it, but I knew that my mom and dad didn't really get along. I knew that my dad did something to hurt my mom. And so for years, actually, it it just was like that. I didn't know what happened, but I just kind of 
collected information and assumed things. And over time, I knew I found out what happened. But the only time I remember my dad telling me what actually happened was when I was like 14 years old. So that was like six years later, you know, so it was definitely hard to just go through it for so long and not know what had happened and to just have a lot of questions. And I think through that time, I kind of swept my feelings just under the rug, you know, and just tried to be there for my parents and tried to be happy. But it was hard, you know, with um, just to see them not happy together. And so for a while, I was just... I was super moody and I was so irritated and I was unhappy with my life and how it was and I didn't understand why it had to be that way. And so my mom would even ask me like, are you only happy? Sorry to get so emotional. I didn't think I'd be this emotional. And she would ask me like, are you only happy when you're with friends and when you get your way? Because that's what it seemed like most of the time. And I was like, no, that's not true. Like, you don't understand how hard this is for me. But looking back on it, that was so true. Like, I just put my happiness in people and things and the worst things to put it in. I didn't put it in the Lord. And I mean, I prayed and I read my scriptures every day, but it there was no purpose behind it. It was just because I felt like I had to and it was just a checklist thing. And so my mom even suggested me doing the Eternal Warriors class and Teen Worth, which Hallie has talked about. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to, you know, I don't need help from others. For the longest time, I just thought that I could control myself. I'd be fine. Um, I'm very independent and like to do things on my own. And so the thought of telling someone else my problems and listening to them and letting them help me and like not being strong enough to get through on my own seemed like the worst thing ever. But after time, I was like, okay, I'm ready. You know, I need to reach out and I need to get help because it was only going to get worse. And so I joined the class. If my mom wasn't there, I would not have done it. So I'm grateful for her for helping me do it. But that was, it was the best choice that I've ever made. I'm so glad that I did it. And I've met amazing girls my age that have helped me. Abby's like one of my best friends. We've been able to FaceTime and talk about things that I can't talk about with anyone else. And especially knowing my age that I can talk about this stuff with. And so it has been such a blessing to have her and to have Hallie to talk to. She is just amazing and has been the best mentor ever to help me just work through this. And then after I did the class with Hallie for about a year, I decided to go into therapy. And so I just started that a couple weeks ago. So this has just all kind of fallen into place now. And it's kind of sad that, you know, eight years later is when I finally get into fixing it. But I'm just happy I'm started now and not any later. So it's been a process, but I'm excited to start it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> so um, I appreciate the vulnerability because I think I can relate in a different way. And I have a daughter that I think really would relate as well. So thank you so much for sharing that. Abby, would you like to share your story? Yeah. So a few years ago, about three years ago, we had found out that my dad had cheated on my mom for a really long time. And the hardest part about all of it probably in that situation was the fact that it just wasn't one time. Like it was a lifetime of a different person 
we had found that he had been living two completely different lives. One, when he was at home, he was a dad and he was a husband and we were at church and he had a really high calling in church and he would go around and speak at a lot of different churches. And then when he was at work, he he was doing things and he was around people and was just a different person. And I didn't know quite everything right away. A lot of it I was told by my older sister. And then a few months later, after we found out, my dad took me into one of his therapy sessions and just kind of told me himself about everything and his addictions. I felt like I was kind of in the dark for a little bit. I had to sit outside some of the family counseling sessions. And so I kind of distanced myself quite a bit from my family. And I held a lot of anger with my mom and my dad. And I just was very distant from them. And I was distant from friends. I would go to school and I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would put my headphones in. I would do my classes and I would leave. And I was in a really dark place and I never realized how bad it was until I, I came out of it. And my mom had mentioned, she has a friend. She lives about 30, 45 minutes from our house and she is a therapist and she offered to do sessions with me. And I started that and I don't like being vulnerable. (laughs) So it was not something that I stuck with. And I ended up giving up on that. And so for a really long time, I was in a dark place. And my dad mentioned the Eternal Warriors class. And at first I was like, I've seen him and how much time he spends doing those kind of things. I was like, that is, that takes up so much time. Like, I don't have time for that. And it just, I don't like being vulnerable to people that I don't know. But as I took the class, I really, I've learned to feel the love that my Heavenly Father has for me. and. I was not able to feel that love for a very long time. And it has taught me how to um, know my emotions and how to deal with them and how to deal with what my body does and my thoughts and how my brain works when those things, when those emotions happen. And I've learned how to be vulnerable. So this is a very um, scary and also exciting experience to be able to share my story just because I'm able to put everything that I've learned into practice. And I've just had so much joy lately after taking this class. And I told Maisie last night, I said, she's my long lost best friend. <laughs> and Hallie has changed my life when I call her and I'm crying and she's been there for me. So it's definitely a process. And I'm not sure that I'll be able to overcome everything in this life, but I know that one day I will be able to. And it's something that I'm going to work at every single day. And so I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to share my story and kind of work through those emotions just a little bit more. Thank you so much. It It is hard to be vulnerable. I think probably everybody listening will be able to relate to that because feelings are just hard to put out there, especially. And just again, I want to thank you guys so much for being courageous because it takes so much courage to put this out there on a podcast for anybody to hear. So, but I know that this is going to be so helpful for a lot of people. And I even want to share it with my daughter when we're done so that she can kind of hear your stories. And so she can maybe feel a little bit of courage and maybe be able to, to start as well. So I have some other questions. I know that you kind of gave an overview. So we'll start with Maisie. What were your feelings toward your parents when you learned about what was going on? And then throughout the process, how have your feelings changed? So for me, this is kind of a funny question to answer because I feel like it's 
different than most people would answer just because I didn't know for so long and I just kept on assuming things. It's crazy to say that I have like never felt any anger towards my dad. Like maybe just the slightest every once in a while when I'm just feeling like really low, but I don't blame him for what he did. I just, I love him so much and I have so much respect for him to like be able to get through all of this. And he's just a great example to me of using the atonement and overcoming mistakes and not giving up on his family, even when it it could have been easy to, you know? And with my mom, I'm so grateful for her for continuing to work through this and work through betrayal trauma and like trusting my dad again. It's been eight years and I still haven't heard her say, I love you to him, you know? I don't remember the last time that I heard her say that. And so it's definitely hard to see that tension between my parents, but I'm just grateful to them that they can both work through this even after so many years. Thank you. Yeah, that I, it's gotta be hard. For me, I, I had a lot of anger for, like I had mentioned earlier, for both my parents. I felt like I wasn't allowed to know everything. And I was really upset with my mom for staying with my dad because my train of thought was, you're so much better than this. Like, just leave. Don't let him make you think that you have to stay or like, I will support you. And I was mad at her for not, that was my way of thinking she would stand up for herself. And I was really angry at my dad because I was like, why would you do this to my mom? Like, she is a saint. She is an amazing woman. She's gorgeous. She has such a testimony of the gospel. And it's just the the fact that we had no idea for so long. It wasn't just like a one-time thing. It was 15 years. And that was really hard for me. I remember my mom and I would fight about it all the time. And I would tell her, why don't you just leave? Like, you don't deserve this. I have a lot of days where I'm still really angry at my dad. And I'm kind of the opposite of Maisie in the fact that I had wished that my mom wouldn't say I love you to my dad or hug him or like I wanted her. I guess I, I had this feeling of I wanted my dad to pay for what he did, kind of. And as I've seen him go through this process and the repentance process, he's taken it as a blessing in his life and not a punishment. He's never looked at it as a punishment. And I guess that really bothered me at some point because I was like, this isn't fair. And there are still days where I wish that my mom would have waited to let him come back or given herself more time. But I just have to remember that as I've gone through this, I have to remember that uh, my mom, I can't tell what my mom is feeling. And maybe she was ready. And I can't sit here and tell her that she should leave when it's different when it's your husband and somebody you've made vows with and somebody you've had children with. And I guess just for me, I was looking at it as a 16-year-old girl. Well, if I had a boyfriend that cheated on me, like I would leave, you know, but it's to a totally different situation. And my mom still has days where she's angry with him, but she has done so much for herself to be able to work through all of this. And I think it was good for them to work through some of it not only on their own, but together as a couple. Our family has never been able to be as close as we are now. We are very good at communicating with through all of these classes, and we're able to handle situations where emotions levels get high. We're able to resolve those situations so much easier now that we know. And so as it was a really hard time in 
my life. I think it was very much a blessing for our family. Thank you. I love how your situations are so unique and your perspective is so unique. I think it's so valuable to to be able to relate, but also to be able to understand that everybody's experience is going to be a little bit different in how they have experienced the situation, even with their similarities. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate you both sharing. Yeah. Before you keep going, can I just say something? I like how Abby and I just talked a little bit last night before we came to the podcast. I like how it seems like our stories are kind of the exact opposite in the way we've viewed things and gone through things and reacted to things. And that's like helped to me stop being so focused on myself and my problems and realize, okay, there's a different way to look at this. You know, there's, it's not just all about me and people that are struggling through very similar things have a whole different way of viewing it. So it's really just opened my mind and brought a new perspective to it all. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, I think you both said that you have siblings. Is that right? Okay, so I'm going to kind of combine this question here. So what was the hardest part for you? And have you noticed as we're talking about differences in experiences, have you noticed your siblings have experienced anything different from you? And, and how is that? worked out yeah for me like I said before the hardest part is just like seeing the tension between my parents and it's hard to watch them struggle especially because the spirit doesn't live in contention and so I guess it's hard for me to then be happy and keep on going when I see them not happy together and something that my therapist told me when I was talking about this with her is she said that even when they're fighting well so I take it like on myself to solve their problems when they're fighting. I like, there's not much I can do, but I think, oh, I need to solve this for them and I need to help them be happy. I need to help them get along. And she was like, that's their own problem. You don't need to carry any of that. And she goes, you need to learn the difference between supporting them and between carrying their burdens. You're not carrying their burdens. You're just there to love them and support them and they can, they can figure it out themselves. So that's been something I um, am working on and reminding myself as there is tension and anger between my parents, just know that I don't need to fix it, you know, that's not mine to carry. And with my siblings, just recently, I think I've been able to be more open and reach out to them more. My sister and I had a really good discussion about just everything recently, and we talked about it. But for so long, none of us talked about it with each other. And I think that really just separated our relationships, you know, communication is key in relationships. And so it was such a blessing to be able to talk to her about it and realize like, we're all in this together and we're all just helping each other. And so I think as we're just learning to be more open and honest with each other, that's how we'll find healing because sin and darkness just grow in secrecy. So you need to just be open and honest with each other. Absolutely. Thank you. Now, can I ask Maisie, are you, where do you stand in the line? Are you the oldest, middle, youngest? So there's four of us. So I'm the second youngest. Okay. So I have an older sister and a younger sister. I'm the middle child. So my little sister is still pretty young, so she doesn't know quite everything. She just doesn't understand yet. My older sister, though, we are complete opposites. She is very much the person to tell people how she feels. She is not afraid to tell people when she has a problem with them. She is honest and open, and she's not going to take anything from anyone. Like, she will stand up for herself. So her being the one to kind of find everything out and have to take that responsibility on her to tell my mom and to deal with my dad, it was 
I'm sure it was very hard on her. But with her kind of personality in mind, I'm the person that will, I'm kind of like a doormat. If somebody's going to take advantage of me, like if somebody needs help with homework or like at work, my boss will bring me in all the time, even on days I have off because she knows that I'll come in. And because I don't like to have problems with people, I like to make everybody happy. And so it was very different when we would talk about it. She would bring up situations that I had no idea about. And she didn't know that I didn't have any idea about it. So I think in that fact, it was harder for me because as I'm, I wasn't finding out everything at one time. And so I was kind of having to start over every time I learned something new. I would have to go through those emotions again. And I feel like I was back at step one. And it was very frustrating for me. And for a while, I gave up. My sister and I were never very close, but this experience definitely brought us closer. We were finally able to talk about it together, but it was hard hearing her perspective and then having to figure out mine because hers influenced mine a lot because she is a very stand-up kind of person. Like She's strong. And so I would kind of just let her perspectives influence mine, which kind of made it harder it made me pretty stubborn at times and I kind of went through what Maisie went through where I just didn't want help from anybody because I was just so angry. I think that while it was great now that we can work through it together as we've gone through the process of trying to deal with these emotions, it was really hard at first just because our personalities clashed so much. So our train of thought was completely different. And so that was kind of hard just dealing with that and having to start over so many times. It was frustrating. Yeah. That's completely understandable. It's something that when you're finding out these things that kind of change your life, those definitely coming in small doses is not helpful. (laughs) You almost wish you could just get it all done with all at once. And I think that in my mind, I see that as being a child in the situation makes it harder because, you know, as the women, we get these things called full disclosures. And I don't know that that's a process that the children even get, you know. Another question for you both. Are there things that you don't want to know about your parents' situation? Not really. No. I think growing up so long, hardly knowing anything, I would have preferred knowing the truth. I would have preferred just knowing it all right away and just working through it rather than knowing slowly and then having new things come up. You know, Abby was saying it's harder every time when another thing comes up because then you kind of have to switch the way you look at all of it sometimes. And so ultimately, I think just be open and honest with your kids, you know, because that's the way that it's going to heal, even though it's hard. Recently, my mom just wrote out a letter and read it to the whole family. And it was just kind of her story and her whole experience with it all and everything that had happened over the years. Then after that, my mom and I had some really good conversations just about everything. And we were just super open and honest. And so I think even though it is hard to do that, but when you do that, blessings will come and I think you'll be able to find a deeper connection with your children as they realize like you're not perfect and you're working through it just as much as the kids are trying to work through it too. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's just, it's harder to have to start over. So in the first couple of months to a year, it was difficult for me to find out in such like small increments, but it happened close together. So it was easier to work through those emotions, but eventually like it will always come up. and. I just have this fear that one day 
like something else is going to come up that I didn't know about and I'm going to have to start all over again. And even knowing everything, I feel like I start over some days because just those emotions come back or I get triggered. So it's nice to know hopefully everything and just be able to start from there rather than having to keep going back. And I feel like with my mom and dad becoming more vulnerable to me and admitting emotions, like when my dad took me into his therapy session and kind of just told me what was going on, it was a little bit of a way to make a connection in our relationship. He's opening up and being vulnerable to me. And this is where we can start with that now. So it was nice to have that honesty and that communication between us. It's interesting as these girls talk and we hear your stories, the comparisons to what a spouse feels, what a wife feels in betrayal trauma, that there's such similarities in the things that you're saying. A wife experiences a lot of those same things and the trickle out discoveries are painful and, and hard to go through. So what you're talking about is very similar to what a wife experiences. And as you girls have experienced this firsthand and been able to learn to process these things at such a young age, and it's a process, you're still going to continue to learn and grow and progress as you get older and get closer to your relationships. But one thing that I just keep thinking of is that you girls are learning to experience the power of the atonement firsthand for yourselves, as well as watching your parents go through it. And that is, in a difficult way, a gift that you girls are getting to have that deep understanding of the power of the atonement at such a young age. And I'm just so impressed with both of you and proud of you for where you're at and, and your willingness to share your experience with the listeners today. I think it's going to be something that will be very valuable to a lot of families as they hear your stories and your experience as a child experiencing and going through this with your parents. So I'm just proud of you both for being willing to share your stories with us. I totally agree. I mean, especially as a mom to younger children myself, you know, it's one of those things that as a parent, you want to protect your children from as much as you can. And Maisie, your situation, I think sounds a lot like what my daughter is probably experiencing and it gets me. <laughs> And so, yeah, it's really good for me to hear even because it gives me the opportunity to know what is helpful for her and what is not helpful. Because the last thing that I want to do is to cause her trauma and to cause her pain and, you know, to give her a burden to carry. And so thank you for being willing to share with I I know that so many women are going to find this so valuable to be able to help them because it's such a hard thing to determine what is okay to tell and what's not okay to tell and how to help your kids to work through that as well so thank you both for for sharing okay let me ask a couple more questions here so what are some of the things that have been helpful to know about your parents situation I think kind of what I said before, because it's hard to think of one thing, you know, that's helpful, really just overall being open and honest. My dad, both my parents would always tell me, you can tell me anything, anytime, you know, I'll, I'll always love you no matter what. And so remembering that I was able to go to my dad and just ask him some questions about his addiction. And he was able to just be open and honest and real with his answers. And so just knowing that he would answer any question, even if it was hard for him to answer, was comforting for me to know. And just also lets me know that he has like recovered from his addiction and that he's someone I can trust. And yeah. Thank you. What about you, Abby? It was helpful to know like what was going on 
why my dad was staying somewhere else for a little bit. Like, it would have been hard, especially being 14. Like, I felt like I had a right to know kind of what was going on, at least. It was helpful to know why my dad was doing all these classes and taking up so much time just to focus on himself because it was just, it was all a very confusing situation, just dealing with a lot of emotions. And at the time, I didn't know what I was feeling or how to work through it, but it was helpful for me to, for us as a family to learn to communicate as my dad was open about his recovery process and what he was learning in his classes. So it's been really helpful for us just to be able to communicate how we feel and learn to do that instead of just sweeping it under the rug, which I feel like we did for a really long time. It was really helpful that my dad was so open in his recovery process, just in the fact that it has helped us be so much more open to each other and honest. So open and honest is one of the most helpful things is what I'm hearing from you both. Yeah. Well, thank you. That is helpful. One of the last questions that I want to ask, what have been some of the most helpful tools for you as you've worked through your own pain? This one's actually pretty easy to think of. I think that Abby and I can both agree one word, Hallie. She doesn't give herself enough credit. (laughs) She's always comforting. I remember one time when I was just having a really rough day, I called her and she just talked through it all with me. She let me rant. She listened. She related to me. And then she was like, okay, but what would your life be like if you hadn't gone through all this? And what would your life be like if you had the perfect family? And so I really just put it into perspective. And hopefully with this knowledge that I have, I can one day marry and just be more wise and be more cautious and be open and honest. And then after we had that conversation, I went upstairs and I just, I felt so light and so happy. And I felt the spirit and the spirit told me that this was the healing power of the atonement working in your life. And it was just so clear. And so I wrote it down because I did not want to forget it. And I had been praying recently that I could just feel the healing power of the atonement in my life because, you know, my dad had used it. My mom was using it. So why couldn't I feel it? And I just felt stuck. And so then after that call, I I just felt like on fire. It was so amazing and so freeing and just such a wonderful glimpse into what my life can become. Hallie was definitely a good one. And then just these classes overall have helped me a ton and just letting me know that there's a community around me and there's people here to help me. And I'm not supposed to go through this life alone. That's why I was put here with other people. I think I used to just react and respond on every single emotion I had. But now with doing the class and having just one little thing to work on each week that's been able to build on top of each other, I've realized that I don't have to act on every single emotion. I can acknowledge it and live in it for a minute, but then move on. So those have been just really great, helpful things for me. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, Hallie was definitely a huge help for me. When I was really struggling on my own, I was not at a point where I wanted people to help me. And it was even while, it took me a while to be able to even let Hallie's class help me just because I was being stubborn and I thought that I could do it on my own. But I had not prayed on my own in a very long time. And I was really struggling with it one night and I sat down to pray and I didn't know how. I mean, I knew how to start it, but 
I didn't know what I was going to say, and I didn't know how I was going to portray what I felt or even if he would hear me. And I just remember texting Hallie, and she called me, and she helped me work through so many emotions that night. And I just sat down and I prayed, and I had finally felt that love from my Heavenly Father again, and it had been so long, and I didn't realize how much it had affected me. And I just felt like even though I had no one there with me, she was there and I felt like I was getting a big hug from my Heavenly Father. And and that night, it totally changed how I feel about the gospel and how I feel about my Savior and what he did for me, just about the whole situation. And I have been trying to look at it as God sees me as a strong soldier and that's why he's given this to me. And I feel important to him now, and I know that he knows me, and I'm trying to learn to know him just as much as he knows me, and so I'm thankful for that. Thank you both for sharing. You've given me way too much credit for where you're at. You are just incredible, and I have just loved getting to know each of you a little bit more. See, Naomi, I told you they were amazing. yes you guys are incredible seriously and what an emotional episode (laughs) I don't think I've stopped crying you guys are so so incredible and strong and brave I want my daughters to well my youngest daughter is still very young but I really want my teenager to listen and hopefully she can connect to some of these things Thank you for sharing. And I think this may even be a helpful episode for parents to share with their teenagers, too, who have had a hard time trying to figure out how to talk and what feelings they're experiencing. Thank you so much. This is an incredibly valuable thing that you are offering of yourselves to share with other people. So thank you so much. One last question that I want to ask through this experience, what have you learned about yourself? That's a big question. My whole life has changed, you know, if none of this would have happened, like it would have gone in a completely different way. But that's not to say I wish it did. You know, there are definitely days where I wish it did. But overall, when I give it the bigger perspective, I'm grateful for what I've gone through and how much wiser and stronger it's made me at such a young age. I think I am learning to use my story to help others. I keep on getting little promptings that I can do that very thing. And then when this podcast came up, it was showed again that I can use my story and I don't need to be ashamed or scared, but I can just help others with it. And also, I think one of the biggest things I've learned is connection with other people because for so long, I just thought I had to do it all on my own. I thought for plenty of years now, I've been going through it with no one's help. So why would I need help now? But reaching out has been the best choice for me to make. I've met so many amazing friends and mentors that have just helped move me along and have given me amazing advice and really just changed how I view others and how I view myself. I have learned that I'm strong. Sometimes I feel bad saying that because I feel like I'm being conceited, but I'm strong. I've gone through a lot in my life and I've been able to work on overcoming it every day. And the only reason I am strong is because of my Heavenly Father and because of my burdens that I've laid on Him and what his sacrifice that he made for me. And I could have never done this on my own, ever. I struggle a lot with feeling loved. I I have a hard time loving myself or feeling like other people can love me. I don't feel like I deserve it a lot of times. 
And so being able to learn that I do deserve the atonement and I deserve that love and that gift that my Heavenly Father has provided for me. And I've learned that through Him, I can be strong and I can do anything. Thank you both. Again, you have been so vulnerable and shared so many deep emotions and experiences. And I can look at you too, and I see two incredible, strong young women. I can see the light and the strength in you both. And you absolutely are both worthy of love and trust and openness and honesty. (laughs) So thank you again. While you two were both talking, it made me think of this quote, and I want to share it with you because I can relate to this, and I think you may be able to relate. It says, a crucible is a furnace-like vessel that endures intense heat that refines and transfigures raw materials into a new, stronger substance. The crucible purges away impurities and unifies elements into an entirely new final product. In industry, crucibles produce high-grade steel and alloys of unusual strength that are actually different in quality from the original ingredients. Crucible experiences have the potential to change how we view ourselves, our relationships with others, and our relationship with God, thus transforming our very natures. And I can see that in my life, and I can see through what you've shared with us here today that you two have gone through and are going through crucible experiences, and you are being made into an alloy of unusual strength. I think you guys are incredible, and I just thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your experiences and the things that you've learned, because it's so valuable for me, and I know it's going to be valuable for women and other teenagers everywhere who listen to it. So thank you so much for being here and for doing this today. Thank you for having me. It was a good experience. Thank you. Hallie, do you have any last words you want to say? Um, I just want to thank these girls again for being willing to come and share their stories and being vulnerable. I have loved working with them. And if anyone has a daughter that wants to join Teen Worth and find a safe environment where they can connect with other girls that might be experiencing the same things and learn some healthy tools, just know that that is an option that we do offer that class right now. And just learning some of these tools and giving them a place to express their emotions can be a really valuable thing as a young woman experiencing these things alongside with her parents. So just know that that's a resource there. These girls are definitely giving me more credit than I deserve. They've done all the work themselves. And I feel like I have been lifelong friends in these two girls. And it's been an honor to work with them. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much again. And I hope that our listeners have been able to pull some incredible gems to help their situations and to help their families. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Healing with Worth. Make sure to visit our website, healingwithworth.org, to enroll in a therapist-led support group or to check out our blog. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or wherever you may listen, or simply tell a friend about the show. Be sure to tune in next week for a new episode because you are worth it.